When two documentaries aren't enough, you know there's something up. Mary Gets It. Hello, how are you? Welcome to Mary Gets It. I am your host, Mary Pasco. With me, as always, is Bruce Leah the Chug. She is chilling on my lap. She is just oh, 100% pure love. And we want to bring that love to you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. How are you? I hope you're doing great. I really, really hope that everything is going well. I know that this has been a very, very trying time for a lot of people, and my heart goes out to everyone who's been affected by the government shutdown. I, I, I feel angry. I feel sad. I really, you know... I, Thank you. Thank you all so much for everything that you do to make this great country run. And I really just, ooh, it makes me mad that you're being treated this way. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but I am here to just kind of like chat with you about things that don't really matter to uh, <laughs> alleviate some woes and uh you know that's what the entertainment industry is all about <laughs> i mean it's about a lot of things but my role i feel like is to give you a little escape so hey let's let's escape together we'll we'll talk about you know all the tons of things i've been watching on hulu and netflix and tv <laughs> And I don't know if you've seen them or not, um, but I would love to chat with you about um, a lot of stuff. So, to kick things off, hey, Kamala Harris is running for president. Oh my gosh. Yes, 2020 is going to be lit. I am so happy. She is wonderful. I am behind her and that's, uh, that's what this country needs. Yes, so. I'm excited about that. And also, I recently got to perform again at this amazing nonprofit that it what it does is it helps people who are really just trying to get their lives back on track. And I'm, you know, super grateful to have been invited back. It's my second time performing there. It's called the Delancey Street Foundation. And all the folks there are so amazing. You know, it, it takes a lot of courage to want to get your life back on track. I definitely have had some missteps in my own life. And I really, every day it's a choice to, to move forward in the correct direction. You know, what, what is correct? Eh, well, you know, that's for each individual to figure out for themselves. But me, I know that being sober and being law abiding and being uh, as nice as I can to everyone I meet, just trying to be of service and trying to be helpful. Those are the things that I want to do. And of course, to be productive, <laughs> a productive member of society. And my dog appreciates that. <laughs> so I really applaud everyone. I applaud you and everyone who is doing all they can to really just be the, the best person that they can be. It's great. And the show was awesome. Huge thanks to Mr. Perry Kurtz for 
uh, doing everything, you know, making it all happen and inviting me back and being so funny and just such a great friend. And I really, really appreciate everything. The show was awesome. They are literally like the dream crowd, the best group of people you could ever hope to perform in front of. They're, they're so appreciative. They're so present. They are really, you know, they're with you on the jokes and and that's so nice and uh, i was talking with my, an, a friend of mine gala johnson who also performed and killed it everyone on the show killed it it was really great and she was saying you know it's so nice to perform for a sober crowd because so many times well you know there is something to be said for a crowd that has been a little bit loosened up by alcohol because then maybe they're a little bit feeling more free to like laugh out loud. But sometimes, <laughs> whoo, sometimes we perform for very drunk people and they, you know, God bless them. <laughs> they can't always follow the jokes. <laughs> And, and that's tough. You know, when I do my silly characters, I can do a certain amount of like do, 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 do that anyone would just laugh at because it's just obviously like, <laughs> you know, stuff that maybe if I did for like children, they would laugh at. <laughs> not, not to liken drunk people to children, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But if you're saying a joke and it needs you need to pay attention to it in order to get a laugh it's much more difficult it's like you know sometimes when you're really tired and your significant other wants to watch a certain movie or tv show and you're like wait a minute this seems like something i'm gonna have to really pay attention to can we just watch you know a cartoon <laughs> just me uh yeah i don't know sometimes i i Many times I love those those think pieces where you really have to pay attention and you're trying to figure something out as the movie or TV show progresses. But sometimes I don't know. I'm just too tired. And I think that a drunk crowd can't follow things the way that I can't follow things when I'm tired. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, it was nice really nice to have a crowd that was um, really coherent and <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah, just the the laughter and the applause and the all that. It, they made me feel like a rock star, you know what I mean? And it felt so good. And then the next day, reality just smacked me in the face and I had to go back to the restaurant and wait on people. <laughs> and uh, you know I am grateful to have my job. I'm very, very grateful. And it, it pays for Bruce Lee's vet bills and the roof over my head and but gosh you know I were oh, it's hard to go from feeling so great and so rocking to just be like you know oops <laughs> I'm not quite exactly there yet oh it's okay someday hey I'm keeping the faith <laughs> so I dusted off a song from Who Brings a Cat to the Disco, my first album, which is available everywhere online, you know, Spotify, iTunes, etc. 
this song I wrote when I first moved to LA when I was living in my Van Nuys studio apartment, which actually was an awesome apartment and I, I miss it. I loved it. It was great. And it was right on Sepulveda, um, right near the liquid zoo where I perf perform a lot. I, I did perform all the time there. Um, this cute little dive bar. I don't know if you've been there, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's a zoo. And I wrote this song about a guy that I had been dating just a little bit um, right before I moved to LA. But I, I knew from the beginning that I was going to be moving. So I was just kind of bored. So I just wanted to like <laughs> have a little male attention. Hey, we've all been there. <laughs> it's okay. But uh, I caught feelings. <laughs> so that's what this song is about. It's called Everything. I watched you fall for me unapologetically. I saw the strength in you, it burned a hole right through my world. I thought I knew it all world. I thought I'd never fall. You saw something in me in these hands that let things fall all along around. Everything I could never hold on to anything. I thought I had it all, anything. And then I heard you call and you told me to open up my eyes. You Take off that disguise You showed me I was lost You showed me everything You showed me who I was You showed me everything Every, everything, every To fall in love with me I said that I'd be leaving soon I needed to be free I didn't mean to fall in love with you In this world I thought that this was all world You just watched me fall and you told me to open up my eyes you told me to take off that disguise you showed me I was lost you showed me everything you showed me who I was you showed me everything 
Still gives me the feels, y'all. <laughs> what do you think, Bruce? Um, yeah, it's it's quite a song. It's a love song, you know, and I'm so I'm a sucker for love because, well, I love my mom. Oh, Bruce, I love you too. What a silly little girl. Jeez, God. I literally love my dog so much. You guys have no idea. <sighs> you know, I went to this SAG-AFTRA workshop one time with a bunch of radio personalities. And I learned so much. Oh, so much. And one of the things that stuck with me one of the many many things that stuck with me is that when you're on the air you are not supposed to say you guys <laughs> it's supposed to just be singular just to you and I it's oh gosh it's hard just because I do watch a lot of YouTube videos <laughs> and so many people say it and Obviously, whenever you're around something a lot, it kind of rubs off on you. And I am very susceptible to things like that. Even just the the friends that I spend the most time with, I, I talk like them. Like, for sure. Like, totally for sure. <laughs> oh, man. And then even <laughs> even the characters that I do... I kind of start to incorporate their mannerisms and, and their point of view into my everyday life by accident, which is really not good because my characters, much like Nick Kroll's characters, are very, for the most part, very full of themselves, like huge, huge egos. Uh, Rila Rushbeki, who I did 
on Saturday at Delancey, she's very much like, you're welcome for the real. You know, I am the greatest and ha ha ha, you know. And I actually like found myself kind of having that attitude a little bit uh, at, at work when I was waiting tables. Everything's fine, you know. Thank God. <laughs> I didn't like do anything really that bad. But, you know, I kind of just catch myself every now and then. I'm just, oh, shoot, that was a little Rila-esque. And Rila, in the real uh, world, would not survive as a waitress. <laughs> uh, server, I'm sorry. Waitress is an antiquated term. I, you know, personally, I don't mind whatever you want to call me. It's fine. I'm Mary. I don't care. Call me whatever. <laughs> but uh, she would be a great server on a TV show. But... The whole point of, you know, TV shows, comedy, uh, is that it's, you know, a lot of tension and a lot of, like, overblown. I mean, think about Seinfeld. Uh, every it, Seinfeld was all about the little mundane moments being, like, the biggest, most insane, crazy thing in the world. And that's what a sitcom is. Ah. I just taught you something. <laughs> I'm sure you knew that. <laughs> But we do talk about that in my SAG-AFTRA conservatory classes for comedy, that it's like, just like, take it up a, a bunch of notches, kick it up a million notches, and bam, then, you know, that's comedy. And Emerald. <laughs> oh, I, I binge-watched Top Chef Colorado. Uh, I used to watch Top Chef all the time, religiously, and then I kind of fell off a little bit. So I binged the Colorado season and I oh, I love that show. I love cooking and I love chefs. I love, you know, food and creativity are kind of like two of my favorite things. So put them together and bam, <laughs> I love it. I've always loved watching cooking shows. My little sister and I used to watch them a lot growing up. And we would make our own cooking shows whenever we could get our hands on a video camera. She had Cooking with Sarah. <laughs> and it was so cute and fun. And I would do the commercials in between. And, oh, it was, it was, I wish I could get my hands on those home videos. Oh, those would be the best. I think my mom is going to send me a bunch. Hi, Mom. I love you. <laughs> Thank you for always watching the podcast. You're the best. <laughs> Uh, my mom's going to send me some VHS to go through. I actually don't know if I can hook up my VCR to my new TV, though. Uh, <laughs> that's something to figure out. Hmm. But that's okay. I'll figure it out. But she also, she sent me a whole bunch of, like, things that I wrote as a child. And I made a ton of story storybooks. Like, I, it's, oh. It's so cute. <laughs> I, I posted one thing so far on Facebook about how I, w I was like, oh, life is so wonderful. I am so grateful for life. I'm so thankful. Uh, my Aunt Susie's going to take me and Teresa to the Pink Hotel. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was thinking about, I, I remember when I was looking at it, I was like, wow, I was like already super tuned into grammar I, I've always been like I want to use the best grammar I'm I've I've really loosened up lately thank goodness because it was 
not even that many years ago, I remember I was writing on Twitter as a character, as uh, Mama Drama, my 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 character that I made in like, I don't know, 2012 or so, somewhere around there, 2011. And she... Her as a character, like she was really like laid back, like she, you know she didn't care. But for some reason, when I was just typing, I couldn't let myself type like she actually would. I wanted everything to be like have <laughs> have a period at the end of the sentence. Oh man, <sighs> I'm a Wellesley woman, you know. Like w- we tend to want everything to be exactly perfect in the way it's supposed to be, <laughs> but. You know, when I actually, <laughs> when I was, I, when I was first waiting tables in LA, Corey, who ended up being my bandmate in the Raging Peanuts, told me, he was like, when you go up to tables, you just, you need to be more chill and laid back because, you know, I'd be like, good evening. <laughs> my name is Marion. I will be taking care of you this evening. Would you like blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it was like, actually... I don't know, it, it it turned out to kind of like make them, make the guest feel like nervous in a way. I don't know. It's just much more comfortable for a guest in a restaurant if you kind of are just like, hey, you know, just kind of sidle up like, yeah, how are you? I'm Mary. <laughs> Want a glass of Chardonnay? <laughs> Passion iced tea? Just all chill, you know? But it, it, Gosh, there, there is still, I don't know if, I think you probably could hear it through the microphone. There's something going on with the plumbing in my building. And I did let the manager know, so hopefully that will um, not progress to anything worse. Ah, knock on wood. <laughs> anyway. Gosh. I don't even... Uh, This is the main reason why the plumbing needs to get fixed because it throws me off. (laughs) No, no. The main reason is because I think that it could actually get worse. I'm scared for that. We've had we've already had some flooding issues in this apartment. So I've kind of been through the ringer here. So that's why I'm a little bit anxious. Speaking of anxiety. (laughs) Yeah, I just want people to feel at home and chill and. I really don't remember what I was talking about before that. But Top Chef is a great show. <laughs> I I know I was talking about that. And it's funny because after I binged that whole season, then um, The Bachelor was on. And you know I love The Bachelor. And I watched it and I remember like thinking, oh my gosh, it's so much easier to be on The Bachelor than Top Chef because like it was morning time and they were all like, sitting in the the living room or whatever and I on top chef they wake them up and they make them start cooking and like hell's kitchen is like that too oh gosh I can't even imagine being on hell's kitchen that must be so much so much hard work but on the bachelor they're just like I'm just here to look pretty (laughs) oh no I kid I kid I kid it's joke uh because actually Dating is hard, and I know that. And I was single for a very long time, and I read 
a lot of dating self-help books and articles and like an embarrassing amount, which I have been vocal about already. You probably already know. So, you know, it's uh, just a different set of skills needed on, on different reality shows. <laughs> but yeah, I've been fortunate enough to have been able to watch a lot of stuff lately. Ugh, and you know, your girl loves TV and movies. Ryan and I just watched Vice. That's a great movie. I really recommend it. Like, it was fascinating. S so many things I had no idea about, I learned watching it. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, check it out. <laughs> and then, of course, I watched, just like most people, um, I watched both of the fire festival documentaries and honestly I cried watching both of them I I feel so bad mostly the people I feel the worst for are the workers on the island because I don't think that they ever got paid and oh my gosh you know I'm a woman of the people I'm a working stiff is that phrase okay to say <laughs> just like all y'all you know just like you sorry I'm not supposed to say <laughs> plural <laughs> so I mean uh, okay real talk oh yeah let's get real there have been now three I believe three at least three for sure three at least three different restaurants that I have worked at that owe me a lot of money, uh, some a lot more than others, three restaurants that haven't paid me. And obviously I know I'm never going to see any of that money. Uh, oddly, the owner of one of them friended me on Facebook the other day and I'm not gonna lie I left that that um friend request sitting there for a minute because I was like how dare you you owe me money <laughs> I made a website for your restaurant and I worked and I did all this stuff inside the restaurant you never paid me but then I was like, well, who cares? It's just money. And I accepted the friend request and I was like, I don't really care. Let's see. Let's see where this goes. Let's see if he comments on my stuff. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? You know what I mean? Um, another one of the restaurants was just this like super duper dive bar in Boston that like I didn't really expect to <laughs> get paid from. <laughs> And then another one I, I gave a pass just because um, because I'm a softie and because I loved the owners so much. And uh, that was a, a very large sum of money. I'm not going to lie. It, it hurt. It was a blow. But um, at the end of the day, people matter to me more than money. So uh, we don't really need to talk anymore about that one. I, I accepted and moved on from that one. And, and they tried their best to make good on it. So, you know, it's it's fine I'm not it's all good <laughs> but the people who worked on the fire festival need to get some money <laughs> that made me really mad you know like 
I'm I'm really fortunate uh, to have like so many wonderful people who helped me through my tough times. You know, like um, my friend Tony, who let me crash on his, me and Bruce crash on his couch for a while, a while. <laughs> And uh, Frank and Mike and Tom also let me crash in their place for a while. And they never asked me for any money. They're just really good guys. So, and then, you know, a lot of people have uh, donated to me a lot. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) You know, and then my parents, of course, like, I'm just really, really blessed and fortunate. And I'm, I, I never want to seem like I'm not really really fortunate I'm not like this you know I'm not one of the (laughs) one of the the trust fund the the trust fund kids who you know people wanted to like make fun of for the fire festival even I see I'm a sap and I I will admit I even felt that really bad for them because yeah a lot of people thought it was funny you know that's the whole thing is like people thought it was funny to see rich kids have to go through this, but I don't think that's funny personally. I thought it was really, it was hard to watch. It was really hard to watch for me because I, my comfort is very important to me and yeah, I can work really, really hard. Like when I'm at the restaurant, I can run around and be sweating and like it sucks I can get through it. But if you're paying to go on a vacation, you want your creature comforts. Like, oh man, like that's, yeah, the whole thing was such, just such a mess. And, um, it was really, it was, it was gut wrenching to watch. I watched both of them. The Netflix one was just like painful for me to watch because like, oh, well, that was the one I watched first, so maybe that was why it was more painful. <laughs> By the second one, I was like, oh, I already know. I already know this story. But, like, uh, there are so many different things that I could say about it. But the one thing that that I am going to say, and then it's it's we've already been chatting for half an hour, so it's time for me to stop. <laughs> The one thing I'm going to just say is, um, you know, f- fraud is never okay. <laughs> Misrepresentation is never okay. That's why even at the restaurant, if someone asks me if, if something is delicious and I already know for a fact that it's been sent back by 20 different people, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm not going to... You know, I think that probably a restaurant would want you to just say, like, everything is amazing. It's delicious. You'll love it. But I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to be real. And I'm going to say, you know, it's not my favorite, but yada, yada, and yada, yada are. <laughs> so um, that's all. <laughs> so let's sing a little song and then... uh. I'm going to probably go watch some more TV. I'm just going to make this up as I I always do. (laughs) 
sometimes hits you when you're in the shower. Shower. Oh my gosh, I got a great business idea. You start planning and you realize that it's just a big mess. But um, what can you really do if you're delusional and you don't care about people? You just press on, press on. If you're that dude, Billy, you just press on and act as if. <laughs> because, hey, you could actually pull it off. Who knows? If you scam enough people, then maybe you can pull it off. Guess what? That's really not smart. So just get back in the shower and clean yourself because you dirty, Billy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel bad for him, too. But um, given all the like everything that was explained in the I would say in the Hulu one. Oh, my gosh. Um, nah, we good, fam. We good. <laughs> Uh, no, I do kind of feel, I feel bad for, I'm, I'm a softy. I'm a bleeding heart liberal, what can I say? I get it. <laughs> Thanks so much for hanging out with me and Bruce Leah. We love you and we would love to stay in touch. So follow us um, at Mary Pasco on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And we're also on Facebook. You can just search for my name. And hey, uh, in the description, we've got the links to Ibotta and Inbox Dollars where you can make some easy money. And I'm not sponsored by them. I just like them. I like to make easy money while I'm chilling at home. <laughs> Love you so much. Have a great day. And thank you for being you. Yeah.